As a young therapist, I was a little confused when I actually enjoyed hearing about people's pain. I, uh, you know, would hear see people's stories and very sad stories, and I thought, am I sadistic? Like, why do I enjoy this? And I came to an understanding that it wasn't that I was enjoying the pain. I was feeling hopeful that I could do something to help. I was feeling excited that, hey, we can do something about this and I can help you. So it wasn't sadistic, it was compassion, saying I'm glad that we are talking about this and I'm glad that we are going to get a solution and I'm glad that we're gonna move through this to the other side so that you can be free from pain. My name is Monica Maurer. I am a licensed therapist, and I'm also the director of the Center for Transformation Institute. At the CFT Institute, we exist to partner with therapists in personal and professional growth. We do that using something called the life model. The life model is a conceptualization of maturity, and it helps us understand what it means to live in joyful relationship in a way that produces maturity. So um, when we think about the idea of joyful connection and joyful relationship, we need to understand first what it is to experience true joy. True joy means it, I'm glad to be with you. It's, it's good to be together, that, that you are the sparkle in my eye and I'm the sparkle in your eye. We know that from the neuro research, that joy doesn't just mean happiness, it means it's good to be together. And so that means we can have joy in pain or in sorrow and even in anger or fear, any type of upset. We can still have joy when we are glad to be with someone in that pain, we're walking through that journey with them. So as a young therapist, as I was experiencing the joy of the connection with my client in their pain, there was a deepening of the relationship that was happening that made sense. Of course I would feel joy in a situation like that because there's a depth of connection that's coming even though there's pain present. And so as therapists, we want to be able to cultivate joy in our lives, not just with our clients, also with our family members, um, with the community, the people around us, with our own children, our spouses, our friendships, as well as the people that we work with in our offices and our clientele. It's possible to experience joy in every relationship as we learn to tolerate people's weaknesses, have capacity to love them in the midst of their weaknesses, and accept and receive that love from them. So joy is about learning to love well. Joy is about being mature enough to tolerate and still love others even in their idiosyncrasies, uh, weaknesses, annoying habits, that we're able to keep the relationship bigger than the problem. And that is how we maintain joy in our lives as therapists. It's very important to maintain joy levels. And joy is something that we really have to fight for. Joy is not something that's going to come naturally. Today here in North Carolina, it's kind of a dreary day. It's been a bit of a dreary week. Um, we had some unseasonably warm weather 
in the la in the first part of the month but in this last week rain has come the skies are more dreary and I know that I experience a lot more joy naturally when the sun is shining. I get that vitamin D and I'm just feeling good, feeling um, excited about life, can get out in nature. And when it's dreary, it's harder. You know, wake up, it's cold out. I don't want to get out of bed, don't feel like hopping out of bed, don't feel like getting up to exercise or doing the other things. Just, ugh feels more like drudgery and I tell you joy is something in those moments I have to fight for I have to uh, do my rhythms my rituals my my uh, activities the things that I do whether it's music or meditation or journaling or exercise or healthy food or connecting with friendships and other relationships that bring me joy. It's like the DBT concept of acting opposite all the way of what I feel in order to fight for my joy so that I can maintain joy levels. One of the best ways to fight for joy is appreciation, simple appreciation or meditating on appreciation memories, things I'm thankful for. The idea of the scripture, be thankful in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus, that we want to maintain thankfulness because thankfulness is the birthplace of joy. It, it's a pathway into joy. So being thankful is a super important part of fighting for our joy. And sometimes we don't feel like being thankful. I was talking to a friend this morning and said, we want to bring a sacrifice of praise, right? We want to sacrifice uh, our what we feel like doing, our current state of mind, our current mood, in order to shift into a place of joy and uh, through the pathway of appreciation. So, as we consider all of this, there, the, the the final concept here is the idea of filling up a joy tank inside of us. If we if we consider each of us has a joy tank much like a gas tank, right? And there's a sense of it can, you know, it being it, it going into a place of maybe emptiness or getting low uh, when we have not maintained and fought for joy, when things aren't working out right what happens is each situation, each thought that's coming into our mind is building neural networks around negativity and difficulty and upset. When we are filling our joy tank, we're doing those things that we know to do or finding new things that we've never done before that cause us to fight for our joy. And when we're doing that, we're actually filling up a joy tank inside of ourselves. Now it's figurative, it's not literal, but if we consider we're building neural pathways, building neural networks in our brain around joy, then when the tough times come, when the rainy days are there, then we have an excess, we have what we need, we have our reserves. If we don't have our reserves, we're gonna plunge into deeper places. And as therapists, this is what we experience in our in our day-to-day, -day, depending on how many people we see and what their problems are and what they're coming in with. We are going to have days where 
we are experiencing a depletion. Uh, you know, that our, the gas in our tank is getting siphoned, <laughs> you know, it's getting removed quickly it, out of our tank. And if we don't have some reserves, if we don't have some way to replenish ourselves and refill ourselves, then our joy levels are going to be depleted. And we could go into burnout. We can go into depression. We can go into overwhelm. And that is not a good place to be because if we don't take care of ourselves, how can we continue to take care of others? How can we model what it is to live healthy as humans if we don't do this for ourselves? And so the idea is joy is being together. Joy is, uh, you know, I'm glad to be with you. It's cultivating the depth of relationship with those you love and then growing those relationships growing those love connections, really maturing so that you can tolerate people in their weakness, and then fighting for your joy by filling your joy tank, using appreciation and using your rhythms and rituals and the, the relationships that you're cultivating to fill yourself up to overflowing so that you can experience joy on a regular basis and really model that for others as well as just experiencing it for yourself and being kind of the essence or the aroma of Christ in the world. It's a beautiful thing that we have the opportunity to do. Not easy, but definitely something that we're called to. And I know that we are going to continue to grow together in.